You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bust and Loose Baseball, hosted by Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer, gives you in-depth analytics and interviews on everything baseball in the nation's capital. Now, here's your host. Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer. Grant Paulson, Toby Altizer, Boston Loose Baseball. This is episode 84. You're going to hear from Charlie Slows in just a few minutes. We'll get into Barry Spaluga's column. Toby, how are you? Doing well. I mean, watching C.J. Abrams hit home runs and enjoy watching those things fly, it's nothing better than watching that. So it's been exciting watching Nationals baseball. And, I mean, they, they struggled there for a little stretch, but looks like they're starting to figure it out again. So it's, 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 it's exciting watching this baseball team right now. Yeah, C.J. Abrams and K. Barrett Ruiz both have a chance to hit 20 home runs, which if you go back to last season and you look at their totals, Ruiz hit seven. Abrams, I want to say, hit two, right? Am I wrong about that? I think he hit a couple all of last year. Like, just hop in a helicopter, go up to 10,000 feet, look down at this team. How happy would you have been at the beginning of the season, Toby, if I would have told you that Ruiz and Abrams both hit 20 homers this season? I'd be thrilled. I mean, Abrams hitting 20 homers, and then you would tell me how many stolen bags he has. Like, that looks like the guy that we expected when – the Nationals traded Juan Soto, and he was a part of the deal. And Caber Ruiz hitting a lot of home runs. I mean, let's be honest. When they traded for this guy, it wasn't because he was a defensive catcher. This is a guy that was supposed to produce at the plate. And so it's encouraging seeing these guys show you some of that potential. And the thing is, you know, we don't want to be naive about it. We still need them to take another step. You know, they're growing. We still need them to take that next step so that they can be, you know, really good ball players for a team hopefully that's contending soon. But they're taking steps, and that's encouraging. Yeah, league average OPS has been around 720. Abrams is now up over 730. Good sign. Two home runs, three batted in yesterday. Home runs, number 17 and 18. Kbert Ruiz, by the way, hit his 20th double yesterday as part of a two-hit game. He's now a tick over league average in OPS as well. Both of them are hitting over 250. So the offense is coming along. Abrams obviously playing a premium defensive position with athleticism and elite traits. You know, his first home run was 105 off the bat and traveled 417. His second home run uh, was 111 off the bat and, and was more of a just a low-line drive that went 383 with a 21-degree launch angle. But awesome to see him have a two-homer game. His power is just so legit, by the way. Like, I, I don't know that there's, a, you know, he's. I don't think he's ever going to hit 30 home runs, right? But it's it's got that Trey Turner look to it where, 
like when he hits them, they go a long way. And I know it doesn't work this way, but there's a lot of 400, 395 feet homers, second deck home runs. Like, isn't that indicative to you that there's more in the tank? I mean, he, it's not like they're wall scrapers or he's fisting, you know, the balls over the wall, like Wilmer Defoe style. Like this dude hits bolts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing that's crazy is when you look at his average exit velo, it's not necessarily the most encouraging thing you've ever seen. His average exit velos. 87.1 which is in the 15th percentile but then you list off he's hitting a ball 111 off the bat 107 off the bat there's definitely something in there so hopefully they can find a way that he can barrel balls more often because he has legit power like if you watch his batting practice he has legit power just like a lot of guys he's not the elite power like a Bryce Harper but he can still hit the ball pretty well so maybe it's something with the swing or just his approach at the plate because he's a leadoff guy i don't know but sometimes when he just lets loose on a ball and he can x you can see that he's got a little bit in there so i think he's got 20 home run power obviously we're seeing that this year but i think that's something that's consistent i don't know if it's 30 like you're saying but i mean i wouldn't be surprised if he continues to find a way to barrel the ball if he sneaks closer to 25 throughout his career because he can run into him he's got that in his he's got that in his game yeah and what he's done this year is proved that he could be like a 2050 guy well, if you're a 20 homer, 50 steal guy, and there might even be more in the tank than 50 steals with today's rules in baseball. But if he's a 2050 guy with uh, some of the defense that I think eventually he'll be able to play based on, as we we're talking about, the physical tools and the traits and his propensity to get the balls that other guys can't like that is a star. So exciting times seeing him hopefully finish the season strong. Uh, real quick, before we get to Charlie and talk about everything going on with this team, I did want to bring up Barry Sferluga's column in the post. The best thing the learners can do for the Nationals is sell. He started his column by pointing out the fiasco with Strasburg, one of the, the lines in their statement. Steven Strasburg is and always will be an important part of the Washington Nationals franchise. Learner's statement began, we support him in any decision he makes and we'll ensure that he receives what is due to him. And then Barry wrote, that is really where... It should have ended, but it wasn't. And then he goes into how they've handled this and what's going on. And it's kind of a microcosm of a much larger issue and a bigger picture deal right now with the learners. Uh, I have been wanting them to sell for some time. I think that is the best outcome for the team. But it's really, for me, I guess, bigger picture. It's kind of an Esser all get off the pot situation. If you're going to be in, then you got to be in. And you got to spend and care and invest and stop cutting front office positions and scouting positions or just sell the team. I think the problem is based on what I can gather. If you saw the show succession is like, we've got a major fight going on within the family where if I had to guess like Mark Lerner probably would prefer to keep running the team his own way. And you've got other members of the family, you know, his brother-in-law who's married to one of his sisters, this guy, uh, Ed Cohen, you know, who possibly, uh, is constantly fighting with him and, and having, you know, different ideas on what should be happening. So it seems to me like, and, and this is my speculation, right? This is my hypothesis connecting dots based on conversations and things. Uh, th that seems to be what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I'm not as crazy about them having to sell, but I mean, the way that Barry puts it out, I think it's very well said. I mean, the way that all this stuff has happened with Strasburg is just unfortunate, Grant, because obviously it puts the learners in a bad light, but it also puts Steven Strasburg in a bad light. And that shouldn't be the case. Like this is a guy that's just retiring because obviously he's had some issues with the nerves and everything in his arm. Like he's done pitching. Like, I think we understand that 
And the fact that he's kind of getting dragged through all of this is kind of unfortunate. But it's also crazy, too, just to see how this whole process has played out. You know, there was a tweet from Jim Bowden that was eventually deleted, basically saying that the commissioner's office had stepped in and said, you can't just guarantee the rest of this thing. It sets a bad precedent. And like we discussed off air, that's something that they can suggest that. But if the learners want it, they could just blow through the stop sign. You know, they could just do whatever they want. And if they totally. ultimately decided they could pay it. And so can I go just... back real quick. I just want to before we bring Charlie on, I want to get something out of the way. You sure. had said you started your answer by saying um, like you're not as adamant as I am that you'd prefer them to sell. Correct. Why not? Can you explain that? I still believe that there's a way that they would consider spending. I think that with you look at the payroll going forward and how low it is once Corbin comes off the books and they settle this Strasburg stuff, you know, there's going to be such little invested in the payroll that I think that they would end up finding a way to spend a little bit. Now, it's not going to be maybe Scherzer-esque, you know, and spending all that cash, but I think that there's a way. But it is concerning, Grant, because how can I honestly say that when – you just had a bunch of scouts fired. You just had a bunch of scouting staff removed. And we'll see whether they end up filling those positions or not. But the fact that we're even questioning that gives you a little hesitation that they're even going to consider filling those spots. And if that's the case, then I can have this you know, presupposition that they're going to pay. But if they're not even going to pay for scouts, then why would I think that they're going to go sign free agents for 10 million a year yeah and it's blazing hot outside you get in your car to turn on the ac to get cold air pumping but it blows hot air out this issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the ac system you want an easy all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time ac pro recharge kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero diy experience in less than 10 minutes Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. That's where I'm at. Like, even if they do spend a little bit of money, I'm not sure that they're ever going to get back into the top 10 in payroll. Like, it's not a great time moving forward. It doesn't look like for commercial real estate, which is where they made their money. But on top of that, I'm not trying to get into their pockets. And I have reverence and respect for them in a way that I think, you know, other fans need to find you know because i think they're being more dismissive and angry toward ownership which i totally get like right now they deserve it but you also have to remember that there was a world series one and they did spend on max scherzer and they did go out and get jason worth and there was a time where they did the things maybe not always the right way behind the scenes but they at least acquired talent at a high level uh by spending money but i guess my point either to you or anybody else who says that, that their preference or you know, their thought is that maybe they, they'll stay and just spend. I feel like we now know there's dysfunction, though. Like, it's True. pretty clear yeah. at this point. Whether they spend or they don't, you know, Jerry Jones spends. It's a dysfunctional outfit. Um, you know, you, you could run through a bunch of ownership groups. Like, we're now seeing what it looks like with a, a clean operation and, you know, hope with the commanders and Josh Harris kind of doing it the right way. Um, but I think... I don't know. I, with this week and the Strasburg thing and, and the, the cutting of scouts and the Mike Rizzo contract taking forever, like it's just pretty obvious to me whether they spend or they don't. This is dysfunctional. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. And that's something that you'd hope that if they were to stick around, they could get cleaned up, whether it's the communication aspect of things or whatever it is. I mean, let's be honest with the Rizzo thing. The, the thing that's 
holding it back is either a couple of years or a couple of million dollars. It's not anything that's ginormous. That's, you know, like a, a negotiation where you're arguing over tens and $20 million because it's a contract for a player. It's a player. It's a contract for a general manager. It's a couple of years. It's a couple million dollars. And yet we're still waiting on that extension. That's something that ownership has direct correlation with, you know, something with a player, they're dealing with an agent they're with a general manager, it's direct correlation to the ownership because they're working directly with each other. So I understand what you're saying, and I'm not one that's going to sit here and defend them because, you know, I think they've done enough that shows you that they need to probably move on. But at the same point, I'm not as adamant about it, but I'm not also going to sit here and defend them. I'm not going to be like one of these people I've seen on Twitter that has come to their back and basically said, you know, we've heard, you talk about it, Grant, and some others talk about them selling and not laying out reasons. There are reasons, you know, not not investing the money necessary to put a winning product on the field, and it has nothing to do with the players, like I was saying. Like, if they're just going to let this scouting staff go and Mike Rizzo ends up coming back and he's fighting behind the eight ball again, like, that's that's not ideal. This is a team that should be going forward. Now's not the time to cut on scouting. You know, this is a team that still needs some of that young talent to bolster this team going forward. Now's not the time to make some budget cuts on those things. And they're in a lucky spot where they're not going to have to pay a whole lot for players because a lot of these guys haven't even hit arbitration yet. But at the same point, that's not the time when you decide, oh, yeah, let's go cheap everywhere else. So hopefully if they do stick around, they decide to spend some money. And if not, get this thing done as quickly as possible. And again, the issue probably being this probably would have been sold if we could figure out this mass and dispute, honestly. Yeah, Barry wrote in the post this week, whatever, this will get worked out in reference to Strasburg. It's just a symptom anyway for this organization to truly get back on track. The learners really need to sell, to be clear. This isn't a Dan Snyder situation in the NFL. No evidence of disgusting underlying workplace culture though the Nats may be headed for fourth uh, straight last place finish in the National League East. The learners oversaw both of the franchise's original build from MLB-owned Island to Misfit Toys to an annual contender and finally a World Series champion. And again, they deserve credit for that. Uh, But he goes on to basically say, you know, Ted Lerner passed away in February at 97. He was in charge. He ran the show. He was at the head of the table. And since he passed away, it just seems like things have been kicked chaotic and frenetic and hectic and run less efficiently. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just well said. I mean, it's, it hasn't been as well run. Like you said, I think the big issue here now becomes the dysfunction. I mean, obviously you need to spend the cash. That's probably number one, but if there's dysfunction in the organization, then that's a problem. So, I mean, it's just something that needs to be addressed whether the learners are going to stick around, they need to make a clear statement that they're going to do what's necessary to win baseball games, or if they're going to sell, they need to do that soon as well, because this is a, this is a baseball team that's on the rise. And now's not the time to be dealing with all the behind the scenes stuff.